Broadcasting live to the world now. It's Sheila Zelensky. This is a very sinister Luciferian eugenics plan. These spineless weasels preach what people want to hear. They replace repentance with dreams of the good life. Mindless minions. Dying daily, taking up your cross, suffering and sacrificing have been superseded with name it and claim it. as dark as I know it looks out there the good news is that God is advancing his kingdom and it's very exciting to be a part of his great commission it's Sheila Zelensky Zelensky Show, the only show to give you the truth behind the headlines, prophecy, and the deeper things of God. Now, here is your host, end time watchwoman, Sheila Zelensky. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Sheila Zelensky Show. I'm your host, Sheila Zelensky, for this Monday, February 9th, 2015 edition. I'm so glad you're tuned in today. Send a shout out to the WWCR listeners. Please remember that Steve Quayle is one of my sponsors for the show, but I am looking for other sponsors. So if you're interested in advertising your business or product, shoot me an email. It's important for people to understand that this ministry is 100% listener funded. So if you are blessed by the show, please do your part. Giving, as you know, is a kingdom principle. So please do what you can and keep the show on the air. You can donate there at weekendvigilante.com. And when you go to the website, please do follow me on social media. The tabs are there. There's also my chat room at MixLR. You can click on the link on the website. And there is a button to listen to the podcast there as well. Follow me on Podomatic and MixLR. You can also download the MixLR app. Search Weekend Vigilante on that and listen live from any smart device as well. Well, folks, it is my distinct pleasure to introduce you to my guest he is a friend of the show, and he is one of the most powerful deliverance ministers out there. Just ask Steve Quayle. He's been doing deliverance for 33 years plus. Powerful, yet such a humble man of God who is used powerfully by the living God to set people free from torment and affliction. He has an incredible book. We'll get into that and much more. Pastor John Kyle, it is a pleasure to have you back on the program, sir. Welcome. Well, thank you, Sheila. It's good to be with you again. Well, it's a pleasure to have you back on. You know, Pastor, I was thinking about the early Christians and think about the Great Commission. I think about the fact that Jesus' deliverance ministry was would have been really, I guess you could say, a third of Jesus' ministry was deliverance. And yet, I guess the sad reality is that no one wants to really touch deliverance today with a 10-foot pole. We sort of see this ubiquitous feeling in the church that it's messy. They don't want to touch it. They don't want to talk about demons. In your opinion, why are we not seeing people talk about deliverance or touch the demonic oppression in today's churches, Pastor Kyle? Well, I tell you, I think deliverance rocks people's boat. But I'm, I'm here to tell you that there's a whole lot of boats that need to be rocked today, and too many are smug in their religious beliefs and their bondages that, that say that deliverance is of the devil. That's what they say, people like that so many times. And, uh, oh, I don't have any demons. I'm a Christian. I have Jesus. Well, yeah, maybe you have Jesus in your heart or your spirit, but you have devils in your soul and your body. See, we've got whole denominations and, and flocks of Christians who are smug in their deception that they don't have any demons. Therefore, they have loads of demons because demons work very well where there is ignorance of their presence. And because where one doesn't believe he has devils, satanic forces flourish in those uh, type of situations. You know, people get loaded up and demons uh, do their dirty work. 
with little hindrances and blockages and ha- harassments, and, and these people are in spiritual blindness so much of the time. They're living in a measure of darkness because they reject such an important part of the gospel, deliverance and casting out of demons. And Jesus said, these signs will follow who? Well, he said, them that believe. They shall cast out devils in my name. Well, ain't happening in most churches today, <laughs> but it happened in the early church, and it happened in ours, and right. it happened with Jesus. So uh, we got to ask, what's wrong with your church if they're not doing deliverance? Uh, any, uh, one thing I know from like 31 years of, of doing deliverance ministry, people need their boats rocked, and they need to uh, recognize uh, what the problem is behind so many of their issues and so much of their baggage that they're carrying around. Oh, oh, stop that. Don't rock my boat. I'm comfortable. I, I don't want to change. You know, I might have to believe God. I might have to get, get the, some demons out of me. <laughs> and we see so many people like that today that don't yes. understand body, soul, and spirit. You know, the three parts of that we're created in the image of God, and therefore God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And we have a body, we have a soul, and we have a spirit. And Jesus lives in our spirit when we're born again. But he doesn't live in the soul and the body, and that's where the demons are attached. They can't get in your spirit, so you're not totally possessed as a Christian. We grant you that. Certainly that is the truth, and can't be fully possessed as a Christian. Unbelievers can be fully possessed. So, But they think, well, I, I don't have any demons at all because I'm blood-bought, blood-washed, and all that. Well, your spirit is. But even Paul says, in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. So he's telling you right there, there's something dwelling in the soulish area, the flesh area, uh, that's not a good thing, and it's dwelling there, and it's alive. Uh, he said the sins and the weights that so easily besets us, right? The weights are demons that hold people down, hold them back, hinder them, and harass them uh, all their Christian life. This will happen unless they get uh, start getting deliverance. Well, and yeah, we can see that most Christians today, they will say, well, you know, demons cannot afflict a believer. And I think that's the part that's really interesting, isn't it? Because it says taken captive by the devil in Second Corinthians 2.25 and Second Timothy 2.26 says that as well. So when you go into the ministry of casting out demons, inevitably we do get challenged by that question. Is it possible for a born-again believer to have a demon? And in charismatic circles, the question is, is it possible for a believer who is baptized in the Spirit to have a demon? Because usually they typically say, oh no, the Holy Spirit cannot exist in the same body with a demon. I'm sure you've heard that before. Oh, many times. Indeed, but it is indeed a deception of Satan. He wants Christians to believe that way because then he can continue to do his dirty work in their lives. You know, people in the body of Christ today are hurting. Uh, many times it's just swept under the surface. Other times it's ignored. They put on the faces on Sunday morning, but, man, they're tormented, and they're having all types of internal issues and problems. Some of them are on uh, anxiety medication and other types of mind medications, and sometimes believers live in a private hell because of the problems in their lives that are demon-caused, yet they don't want to face that they're demon Oh, man, people need to wake up. You know, perhaps they prayed and prayed, and they wonder why they're still having all these problems or the hurt inside. Well, you know, God is going to show many people, I believe, today is how to be free and, and how to free others. I think God wants people casting out devils. It's a command in the Word of God, Mark chapter 16, in my name. Uh, them that believe, they shall cast out devils, right? And so you must learn the importance of spiritual warfare today, people, and the results of what the results Results of it will be will be liberty, and if you don't do spiritual warfare right there at home in your own life, then how are you going to go out there and help all these other people when you remain in such bondage? See, more and more the line is being drawn between light and darkness, between religion and a New Testament overcomer. Many believers have been just dying in religion. And the clash of the two kingdoms is growing fiercer and fiercer in these last days. And it's it's not going to get either. It's only going to get more intense. The war is going to get more intense as we enter into this end-time scenario that we have before us right now. You know, there was a time when Christians could kind of be a little mediocre and get by. Well, I say no more. Not anymore. Christians who live a weak Christian life, they're going to be devoured by the enemy. 
Okay, and so uh, we got to understand these uh, these truths to occupy. It said Luke nineteen thirteen, occupy until I come. Uh, you need to have knowledge of the provision of the pound uh, and how it says in uh, my people will be devoured for the lack of knowledge. And indeed, that's happening today. Uh, and so we need to learn a provision, as it says in Hosea 4, 6, and, and you learn of your provision and learn to occupy. Freedom is available to every Christian, but not every Christian is going to take advantage of the freedom that's available. You know, when I went into the ministry many years ago, I had no idea that I could have a demon or the evil spirit in my life. Uh, we were ignorant of sage divide. We didn't understand those things at the time, but as we began to learn, and I fasted and prayed about problems and issues in my own life, and they weren't changing just by simple prayer and studying of the Word, Finally, I begin to face the fact that Christians can have a demon, and I begin to get freedom. But I found myself with problems that I could not overcome without deliverance. And we we were already in pastoring and in ministry when I finally realized that, hey, I need deliverance. I get demons out of me. I have demons. And, you know, God desires to live in us and express his attributes. Well, guess who else does? The demons do. They want to express their nature. They want to express who and what they are. And they'll also live in animals. I've cast demons out of animals, too. Like they went into the swine. We know that they can live in animals because of what we saw in the Bible. They speak. We've talked to demons, and they talk back to you. They said, my name is Fear, with a man's voice one time out of a woman, talking like a man. So they reason. They have strength. Uh, I remember one time on the deliverance, it took four men to hold this woman down uh, and uh, before she got the demons out. That she, she was so strong, and it wasn't her with the spirits in her. And they're actual beings having names and personalities such as fear, hate, lust, rebellion, witchcraft, unforgiveness, bitterness. You say, all oh, this talk about demons. Oh, it scares me. I don't like it. Well, like it or not, you're a warrior in God's army if you're born again, and you need to take up your duty and begin to start doing spiritual warfare and obeying God because he told us uh, to put on the armor of God and to do spiritual warfare, casting down vain imaginations and casting out these demon spirits that are in our people's minds and tormenting them. See, now that you're learning about deliverance, the demons will get afraid of you, too, that you might become a real threat uh, to him. And so you join God's army now. And the devil dead serious about putting you out of the battle, making you a prisoner of war. What are you going to do? You're either going to learn to fight back and, and whip him, or you're going to be whipped like most Christians are today. They're like whipped puppies, you know, running around with their tail between their legs, or else they're running around with this false pride, thinking that they know so much when, when they don't really know at all what's going on. They don't realize that they're in the grip of demon spirits, and, and those spirits are controlling them. Well, absolutely. And I think that's really important. The key piece you said there is that Jesus commissioned this. The pattern and commission of Jesus Christ was driving out unclean spirits and healing, obviously preaching the gospel. But I mean, this is all in the Great Commission. I mean, to do what he did, he said, go then, teaching them to do everything they witnessed him doing. And one of the things he taught them to do was how to deal with the evil spirits. Jesus dealt with all who were sick and demonized in healing and deliverance, and they're sort of interwoven. The Bible doesn't really make much of a distinction between sick and demonized because he really cast out infirmity. You know, I like how the Bible says Jesus preached and expelled demons throughout Galilee. So it wasn't just like one act. And I think it's really interesting that people think it's a very isolated event, but he was dealing with physical, mental, emotional afflictions, spirit of infirmities, and he laid hands on everyone. And it said that he gave us authority over demons. So, I mean, if he gave us authority over demons, wouldn't it make sense that we still do? He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, isn't he? Amen, he is. And, you know, it says in Mark chapter 123, and there was in their synagogue, excuse me, a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with thee? Thou Jesus of Nazareth, art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. In other words, be quiet, shut up, be muzzled, and come out. And see, this was where? 
It was in the synagogue, basically the churches of that day, which uh, if it were in the churches of that day, why would we think it a strange thing that they would be in the churches of this day? Yeah. In fact, he's already got the world. So he's in there in the churches today working on these Christians to torment, trouble, harass, and, and bind them up and block them from their spiritual uh, uh, life and the spiritual blessings that Jesus wants to give them. So how many times have we talked ourselves out of God's plan? God's blessing on you, deliverance in your life, deliverance for your life. Your mouth, your thinking was sabotaged uh, and sabotaged your life, even through the Spirit, like, like they talked through Peter. Remember, Jesus turned around and said, rebuke you, Satan, because they were talking right through Peter's mouth, demons were. In fact, Satan might have been himself, because Jesus was a pretty important subject. He might have been speaking through Peter, but nevertheless, Peter's mouth was given over to the control of a devil. And unbelief is a strong demon operation area today because demons know that Jesus said if you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you could move that mountain. So you go around saying nothing will ever change. I've, I've got such a rough time here. That's just what I'll have to put up with the rest of my life. After all, the doctor said I'd be this way or have to take this pill the rest of my life. Well, you're going to believe Dr. Phil or Dr. Jesus. Who are you going to listen to? Who have you been listening to? You know, mom, dad, so-and-so at work, Uncle Joe, Aunt Susie. Well, your father never amounted to nothing, and you won't either. Well, demons are generational spirits many times. They keep that same curse going in a family line, and, and they're being released through, uh, through generational curses on a family line. And you accept their ungodly word, and you take that curse on you. You know, I say when somebody says stuff like that, I break that in Jesus' name, or I don't receive that in Jesus' name, or I break that curse in Jesus' name, and I rebuke that spirit in Jesus' name. You know, people say stuff over people and all the time, and, and demons are waiting to see if we'll take that negative bait there, uh, if they can get in. Oh, you better wash your hands, or you better stay warm. You're going to get a pneumonia. You're going to get the flu. And there are sickness and infirmity demons waiting for that opportunity to make you sick. Oh, you'll probably end up unemployed. I break that. I don't receive that. I put that out. Remember Jesus when uh, he was in there with the dead uh, person and all those people in there mourning and carrying on, and he said, well, they're just sleeping, they're just sleeping, and everybody laughed him to scorn and said, well, what did he do? He put them out of there. The Bible says he put them out, and that's what we need to do with the unbelief and with the demons of unbelief and these lying, deceiving spirits that are in so many Christians today. We need to put them out. We need to cast them out and get rid of those things because they will bring us down. They will hinder our spiritual walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? Praise God. Well, and it's really interesting. Ecclesiastes 7.21 says, Do not pay attention to the words people say cursing you. Now, the Bible talks a lot about word curses, and you are absolutely right. It is tremendous, the kind of things that I hear people saying. Like I was at a grocery lineup one day, and a woman turned around and said to her husband, Are you stupid, you dummy? You didn't bring our bank card in? And she just started calling him all these negative words. And i it's amazing what people, the kind of names people speak over their kids. Word curses. It's very true. And you touched on something very interesting. A lot of people will speak death over themselves. I know a, a fellow, he always says, well, you know, my grandpa had cancer. My uncle had cancer. I'm going to get cancer. Or we died. You know, they all died young in our family. I'm going to die young. I mean, it's amazing the kind of things that people will speak over themselves. But what's more amazing is what people will speak over others, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. It's, uh, you can release demons with your mouth, and, and, and people need to understand that, because demons basically are controlling a lot of Christians' mouths, uh, and they just speak to, you know, what they want to speak, and they release things out there, and, and people who receive those things, then uh, the demons will attack them at that point. You know, and so demons possess a lost person, you know, completely, body, soul, and spirit. That's why it's said that the lost person is in darkness. His spirit is dark. But uh, when a person gets born again, the Holy Spirit comes and lives in our spirit. And so now uh, our spirit is alive, but we still need to possess the land, which is our, our body and our soul. 
And so uh, we need to. We know now that the spirit is. It doesn't sin, as it says in First John chapter three. But our soul and our body still does, because we know that the Bible says if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But Jesus has that holy place to live within us. But our body, our soul, they're they're not born again. And they're the great battleground. The mind is the great battleground. And if you're sick when you're born again, you'll still be sick unless you get a healing, right? You're still going to be sick after you're born again or unless you cast those spirits of infirmity out. So you can't be possessed. Uh, again, the Greek word in, for possessed in the King James Version, diamond zomai, it means to be demonized or to be in one way or another under the influence of demons. And so how do I know if I have demons? Well, any time a person is still doing or having the same problem and they've tried all the normal things such as Bible study, fasting, and prayer, as I said a minute ago, I, I had that very same thing going on and still could get nothing more than temporary relief, then we know that's a demon. And so, you know, well, I prayed about it, Pastor. I prayed and prayed and prayed and asked God to remove that that problem from me, just like Paul asked God to remove that thorn in the flesh, and he didn't do it, okay? And he, demons don't come out by prayer. They come out by casting them out. Like it said, you have to cast them out. You can't pray them out. You can't lay on some counselor's little bench there and have them counseled out. They don't come out that way. You can't medicate them out by medication. You have to cast them out. Paul tried praying them out in Second Corinthians twelve seven. That messenger was a, a demon. It was a messenger from Satan. And Jesus said, my grace is sufficient. You get rid of it. Because the grace includes our full authority, everything that God bought for us on the cross 2,000 years ago. And so there are many doorways for demons. And if you've ever played with astrology, horoscopes, seance, Ouija board, fortune telling, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Unity, New Age movement, crystal balls, uh, yoga, uh, Eastern religion, witchcraft, water witching, rock music, hypnosis, and drugs, and alcohol, you've got demons. It doesn't matter that you're born again and you might not do it anymore. Until they're cast out, the demons are going to stay there and, and will wait for the opportunity to harass you and trouble you and sabotage your life and block you. So many Christians, they go so far in their walk with Jesus, but boom, they hit this wall and it's like they can't go any further. And it's because there are demons in there that need to be removed so that you can be full and, and, and more whole as a believer in the Lord. Another area we all know is, is, is taking our country by a storm is that the area of uh, lust and, and sexual sin and pornography and things along the sexual line. And people are in great, great bondage. I know people that I've ministered to that have never, ever had actually even had sex with a person. They're still uh, virgin, so to speak, but they are tormented with lust and masturbation and pornography, and we minister deliverance to them and, and help them get free from that. But they've never even actually had sex with anybody but are in bondage to those spirits because they're so prevalent in the society that we live in today. Also, Masonic, uh, Freemasonry, if you've had that in your family line, uh, you need to break the curse of Freemasonry, get those spirits cast out. If you if you have a cursed object that you're wearing around your neck, such as that little wiggly horn called the Italian horn, it means you trust Satan for your finances. Uh, you don't want that. Uh, dream catchers, Egyptian off, the cross with a, a little loop on top, that's the sex goddess symbol, which means you serve the god Ra, which is the Egyptian uh, name for uh, Satan and Lucifer. We saw uh, one woman at the, at the bank, saw one wearing one of those Egyptian ox around her neck. It was so big that it just hung on her neck. It was so huge. And we sensed the spirit. That person actually sensed the spirit in us and was ugly toward us. Okay, and all signs of the zodiac, they're occult signs. If you are uh, indulging in astrology or reading your horoscope in the little local newspaper, which most all of them carry that occult garbage, uh, then you're cursing yourself and picking up devils like Catholic idols, saint worship, uh, praying to Mary. These will open the door for spirits as well. Keeping Jesus on the cross, having crucifixes around your house with Jesus still on the cross. He's not on the cross. He's risen. He's alive. Indian artifacts. And there are many, many more we could talk about. 
Okay. How do they get in? Well, I, I remember how I, I got a spirit of fear. I was made to sleep in a dark attic as a child, and a spirit of fear came in. I got a spirit of fear for sleeping up there. I didn't want to sleep up there. And, of course, I've had that cast out, and now I don't. the dark doesn't bother me anymore. I had fear of the dark. I don't have it anymore. Another way you pick up demons is participating in, in some type of sin. So simple as Christian gossip. You think you can't pick up demons as a Christian doing gossiping and slandering your brothers and sisters? Come on now. You know, there, there are some people you may have to isolate from yourself. Why is that? Because they don't believe they're full of devils, and they will affect you in a bad and negative way. And to get free, you may have to cut off some binding relationship because there are soul ties that are created. You don't just have to have sex to create a soul tie. Okay, soul ties can be formed by Jezebelic spirits who would get control over you through someone or just plain control and dominating spirits that will operate through someone else that you will get in a relationship with and the soul tie, an ungodly soul tie is formed. And there are some people that will just simply hold you back in your walk with Jesus. There are some places that are unhealthy for you spiritually that just being in those places opened you up to demons, and you'll have to go take a spiritual shower and get some deliverance after being there. Some actions are things that you do uh, that you may need to quit doing if you're going to get free and stay free from demons. Some conversations that you'll no longer be able to have or join yourself into. Sometimes your own relatives will become the enemy, even though you love them. Uh, they may not be good for you to be around because they don't believe, and they're living in darkness. They're living in, and yeah, you should witness to them. But man, you can't hang around with devils all the time. They might drag you down. The Bible speaks of bad companions ruining good character. Okay, and sometimes you no longer be able to go over to certain people's home and hang out with them. If you really want to walk clean, if you really want to walk close with Jesus in these last days, sometimes you have to find a different girlfriend or a different boyfriend. Hey, by the way, before you marry somebody, check them out spiritually. You need a spiritual background check because you're going to have that those spirits in them getting in your children. If you have children between you, right, that the same spirits that are in your mate are going to get past down unless you all believe in deliverance to start casting those things out and protecting your children. You might be marrying a, a load of bad devils that will ruin your life. Too many Christians are unequally yoked together today, even though they might both be Christian. Oh, I think I love them, though. Okay, well, make sure it's not demons bringing you together, okay, because God doesn't join everybody together that gets together. The Bible says what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. It may look pretty. It might look handsome on the outside, but what's on the inside? You've got to save yourself a lot of trouble by checking things out in the spirit realm. Okay, and dealing with those things. Amen. Amen. That's so true. People have to be very careful when being yoked with someone because the Bible also talks about do not be unequally yoked. That's a tremendous area where Satan can afflict people. And, you know, it's interesting because we know that demons afflict through enticing, harassing, tormenting. There's mental, physical, and spiritual torment, compulsions, enslavement to addictions, whether it's cigarettes, drugs, porns, pharmacia, defiling, deceiving, and even death. You know, Satan kills people. He's not playing around here. And I think it's very important for people to understand how demons attack and operate. So get into that a little bit because, I mean, we know they attack through anger, fear, there's jealousy, depression, rejection. Talk a little bit about the various ways in which they attack and operate, Pastor Kyle. Oh, yes. Well, the, uh, such a thing as uh, people who are having accidents all the time. They have accident-prone demons or generational accident spirits that were passed down through the family line. Of course, demons uh, you know, come in through the curse, through inheritance, through occult family background, uh, through curses, through incest. You ever wonder why you, you're angry just like your dad or your mom was angry? See, the, those same spirits, those same demons were passed down through the family line. The sins of the fathers go into the third and the fourth generation. They're passed down generationally until somebody out there breaks this generational curse line and, and stops it. Opera 
operations in hospitals. People go in for an operation. They don't cover themselves with the blood of Jesus. These spirits hang around like at a at a train station looking for an open door at the hospital. Unless you, you, you have prayer warriors praying over you and you cover yourself with the blood before you go in and you anoint yourself with oil or have someone anoint you with oil. Another place that people pick up demons is funerals. They're grief spirits. They're spirits that couldn't get in the next uh, family member, so they're looking for anybody to, uh, to that has an open door. Remember the Bible says that Satan walks about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. In other words, if there's an open door of some kind in a person's life, he will get in there. Spirits will get into that person. False religion, false doctrine, doctrines of devils. The Bible says in the last days, people will believe doctrines of devils. Okay, they'll embrace the doctrines of devils, and they'll such as that they'll think that uh, homosexuality is okay, even though Romans chapter one says it's not okay. But it's a it's a sign of the end times, and people will pick up spirits by believing these doctrines of demons. Uh, okay, mind science. We should not be afraid of demons. Demons just can't come on you for no reason. They 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 have to have an open door. But just like uh, David said, he said, "In sin did my mother conceive me. I was born in sin, and in sin did my mother conceive me." So there were generational curses. He was admitting right there because he was born into those curses, born into those generational spirits. Just like every human being on the face of the earth has some type of generational curse they were born under unless the family was mighty warriors and knew how to do spiritual warfare and break these curses over the little baby in the womb before you know it was born and they knew what they were doing to cast those things out but most Christians sadly to say they don't know those things it's not taught in the local church in the average local church thank God that uh, we have a church that does and you have a church that does and there are churches like that but for the majority of churches today in Christian Christianity, they don't have a clue. You know, they don't have a clue about the depth of the spiritual infestation of demons in, in people's lives. Okay, I remember that Howard Pittman in his book, he he died, went to heaven, and there's a picture in his book. Uh, he was revived, but was shown while this time he was. He was out that he was shown a spirit of lust entering a couple that were just sitting, talking there, flirting with each other. It was like a big frog, and he saw that, that those spirits leap into them of these lust spirits. You know, flirting can be dangerous, okay? That can be an open door to demons coming in. Demon activity will keep a person from permanent victory in any given area of their life. Let's talk about physical problems, infirmity, sickness. So many times a person cannot be really healed, even though the prayer of faith is offered and the anointing of oil has been done. But if there is no deliverance, then they will not be fully well, or they cannot get fully well because there's a demon in there, and the demon has to be cast out. So what many times we do is we mix the anointing with the oil for the sick as well as the casting out of demon together. Like Jesus rebuked the fever in Peter's mother-in-law, right? And it left her, and she got up and served them, right? And so these Causes of many physical symptoms and sicknesses and infirmities are demon. And one way that they will be able to enter in is through unforgiveness. You know, many times people pick up arthritis and cancer from having a lot of unforgiveness in their life. And see, Christians are very well known for holding grudges and having unforgiveness. They don't forgive. I've ministered to hundreds of Christians in my ministry time that have unforgiveness toward either their mate or some family member or somebody in the past, an employer, or even toward pastors or ministers in the church. They just simply have a hard time forgiving and letting go of things. They were hurt, something happened, something didn't go well or to go their way, and the spirits came in. And many times we've also found that people can't forgive without getting the spirit of unforgiveness out. We've had to cast the spirits of unforgiveness out of people, and then they could actually forgive and release things. 
But so we may have to cast out arthritis, cancer, other spirits as well when we deal with unforgiveness because they've already built in a root of bitterness in there and opened the door for these sickness and infirmity spirits. Uh, people who are in a lot of fear sometimes have stomach problems. Lust is another spirit that, that tends to uh, wind up in people's stomach. Different uh, serpentine-type spirits would be in somebody's stomach area, and we have to cast those out, and they'll feel things moving around in their, in their belly as those spirits begin to come out. They're spirits of torment. Many people have traumatic events happen in their childhood as they're growing up, and they're tormented with trauma uh, all their life. They have mental torment. They have various things. If you've ever been abused sexually, you will have spirits. If you've ever had an abortion, that's an open door. You'll need to get the spirits out. We've ministered to many people, uh, women more so than men, that think they have blasphemed the Holy Spirit. You know, they think that they've committed the unpardonable sin. You, if you can't take a little bit of resistance and intimidation, you might as well get out now because you're not going to make it. You, if you can't do spiritual warfare, how are you going to make it when things really get bad? See, uh, it'll just be too much for you. You'd be overwhelmed. The pressure would be too great. See, you've got to learn about these things now and begin to start getting doing warfare and getting deliverance. Uh, a lot of people have what they call panic attacks. Many Christians have these panic attacks, and they're on these medications for these things when they ought to be going to Jesus uh, and getting delivered. Compulsion. I've ministered to a number of Christians who had compulsion to do something. I know some Christians, they won't even go to church because they're afraid that the compulsion that they have, they won't be able to control them. Uh, they'll feel like they just have to do these certain things that will embarrass them. Overindulgent, the area of food and overeating and uh, overindulgence in, in many things, actually, that people are in bondage to. Some people are greatly overweight because spirits, they keep making them eat, and it may be due to rejection and insecurity. If you were rejected by father, rejected by mother, the root cause is demons. You know, other people, they can't control their mouth. They boast or they gossip or they slander or they're continually murmuring and negative like Israel was. They were murmuring and griping and complaining all the time. Strife in marriages, strife at home, marriage-breaking demons. They, they try to uh, get the wrong people to marry each other, and then they torment the, uh, each one, They're tormented by the other demon, tor torment the other person, and, uh, and the demons in that other person torment the other person. Uh, and it goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, until their marriage is a little bit of hell on earth, and when it ought to be a little heaven on earth. <laughs> Many more, such as keeping you fearful or nervous all the time, Many Christians are suicidal today. They say, well, I just want Jesus to take me home. Well, that's a death wish. You don't need to be going home until God's done with you. You don't even need to determine when you're going to go home or pray for death. That's wrong. Amen. You don't pray that's to right. die. That's very bad, isn't it? Uh, as a former therapist, I mean, that was a huge one, to suicide. And, you know, you talked about panic attacks. Pastor, many Christians have these so-called, oh, it's just a personality quirk. It's a mood swing, some kind of mental illness, depression, anxiety. You know, then they get diagnosed with borderline personality or bipolar or schizophrenia. They get hopped up on meds. And that is just a cyclical disaster waiting to happen when you've got pharmacia thrown in the mix. And I think it's really important that people understand these are demonic afflictions. We really have to make a distinction there because many things get written off as just simply, oh, it's just mood swings. I just, I have mood swings because I have a chemical imbalance. And typically, in my experience, once those things are cast out, that person's free. Oh, amen. Amen. When, and, and sometimes uh, you're going to need more than one deliverance session, but Still, once they're gone, it's a whole lot easier to fight them when they're on the outside when the, than when they're attached on the inside of you. You can actually resist them and have victory. Whereas when they're in you, it's very difficult when they're attached to you or they're, they're intertwined in your personality. And many Christians think that they're actually them. They think this spirit is the way they are. And they'll say, well, that's just the way I am. 
Well, you're angry all the time? That's just the way you are? Well, that's a spirit, but it's intertwined so much in their personality. You know, or they're fearful all the time? That's just the way you are? Uh, you don't give me the chapter and verse for that. They're, <laughs> they're, they're deceiving themselves. <laughs> right? yeah, that's, that's total deception, isn't it? You know, you talked oh, about lust, and I think it's incredible. And, and actually, it was Steve Quayle that said a phrase one time in a show. He said, and I thought this was very interesting. He said, demons work out their appetites through humans. I mean, look at the lure, the lust. You talked about porn. I mean, porn nowadays, Pastor Kyle, is a trillion-dollar industry, and it affects a lot of Christian men. I mean, men can access the most vile filth at the click of a mouse, whereas years ago, you know, you'd have to drive to the seedy parts of town and go in places to rent movies or get magazines. But now, just, you know, click of an iPad button, and there's a ubiquitous plethora of moral perversions. I mean, look at the movie and TV lineups. We have ghosts and Walking Dead, ghost hunters, zombies, vampires, ghouls, aliens. I mean, it's like we're classically conditioned to accept all sorts of perversions. But what people have to understand, and I think through your ear and eye gates, we really have to be careful what we let in. Because I'm telling you right now, folks, if you are listening to this show and you're into porn, you're opening a gate wide open for affliction, for demons to come right in your home. It'll affect you and your family. And that is a nightmare, isn't it? Oh, indeed, sister, it is. And I'm telling you, the bondage is incredible. Uh, I deal with it uh, almost every week with uh, some gentleman that's tormented by these sexual spirits. Uh, it's just not so easy to get free once you get so deeply involved in that. And really, the only way to be free is through deliverance ministry and, and getting those spirits cast out of you and, and beginning to break the soul ties. It's sad. Even a uh, number of women are uh, in bondage to pornography. And many couples, they think that the way to uh, build their sex life is to walk porn film. I've talked to a number of people like that. Well, the bondage in the land is bigger and bigger because we have perversion released on our nation and the homosexual agenda is, is being pushed and propagated and, and therefore that brings confusion, that brings perversion and it's released on the whole land. So everybody will have to stand against these things and resist them uh, even if you may not have those spirits on the inside. They are looking for entryway into society. You can't hardly look at any kind of media without seeing some sexual connotation somewhere. Advertisements, the seducing woman to hamburger commercials. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And so we're constantly being hit with these spirits that are behind this. And so most people are just simply going to need some deliverance, at least some, from the lust spirit, perversion spirits, and uh, sexual things that are that are just being pushed on society today and have been for many years. But it's getting worse today because the morals are dropping in our nation because of the uh, the homosexual agenda. That's causing people's area to, to be confused about their sexual identity. It's causing men and women to be against each other more and more. Men Men are supposed to like men now, and women are supposed to like women now. And that so many times sexual sin and demons, when they're out there inundating people, there's confusion being released. Uh, listen, it's, it's a necessary part of ministry. Jesus did it. They, he's watched people fall out on the ground and foam at the mouth and, and demons talk through people. Uh, that happened to him, and he was Jesus, God Almighty. And so uh, why should we think that we can get away without doing these things as a believer, too, when there's such torment in the church today? I just don't understand how some people just don't tie these things together. Well, I guess I do. It's the demons in the people. There are problems with demons. They don't seem to tie together that, hey, I, I might have a demon. That's why I'm having all these serious mental problems. I'm having all these physical problems. I'm having all these uh, accidents or these financial difficulties or poverty curses working over me. They don't want to admit that it might just be because I have a demon. Listen, folks, there is deliverance for you. There is freedom for you. Life does not have to go on the way it has thus far in your life. Uh, there could be change. You can get deliverance. We could do some math deliver today when you're ready. You let me know when that time is. We'll do some. And so uh, is it worth it to see people free? Well, you know, if you love or care about people, it is, and that's why I'm in this ministry. Otherwise, I wouldn't do it. I do it because I'm called, and I do it because I love and care about people. I want to see them free. 
Well, and speaking of you helping people, you have an incredible book, and I have it linked there at WeekendBitchLiny.com. Folks, you have to pick up this book. I have a copy of it. It's called Do You Have Demon Troubles? The Spiritual Warrior's Guide to Winning. And let me tell you, you know, it is time to learn to fight and win. And it really helps people learn how to develop discernment of spirits. It helps people understand demons and how they operate, but also who has demons and how to be set free from them, but also recognizing habitual patterns and problems in your life. But people have to be able to discern too. That's so important, isn't it, Pastor? Oh, absolutely. We live in an age where if you don't have discernment, if you don't develop discernment, then uh, Satan's going to, you know, really torment you, maybe even take you out. The Bible says there's coming a great falling away, not just a little bitty one, but the Bible says great falling away. So I, I think that if you don't have discernment, the doctrines of devils that have been coming out of many churches today, actually, the, the many uh, ministers, preaching doctrines of devils, and they're masquerading as the true church. If you don't have discernment, uh, you could fall under some of these deceptions, too. So discernment of spirits is one of the gifts of the Spirit, and you should have that operating in your life. Uh, many times I can go into a, a store or into a building, and I'll just discern what spirits are operating in different people. And uh, sometimes the spirits will, and the people will see who, who's in me, and uh, it will cause them to act very strangely. That just happened to me last week. I was in a store, and this one per man, he just started acting strange. He started staring at me in fear and just kept looking and backing away because he knew what was in me. The demon was manifesting in him. Uh, the demons were in fear. I think they thought I was going to cast them out. I was just saying under my breath, I bind you demons. I pack you with the blood of Jesus right now. And he was getting more and more <laughs> uh, aggravated there and agitated. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, Pastor John Kyle, over 30 years of deliverance, and let me tell you, he is a powerful warrior because I got the distinct privilege of doing some deliverance with him hands-on in Montana. And let me tell you, this man is the real deal. He is one of the most powerful deliverance ministers I've ever had the privilege of, of not just meeting, but spending time with him and his lovely wife. And I'm going to tell you, Pastor Kyle's the real deal, folks. And at the end of the program here in several minutes, we're going to get Pastor Kyle to lead us into a mass deliverance prayer. And folks, it's very important to confess Jesus Christ as Lord. Obviously, we want to humble ourselves and be honest and confess any and all known sin. And folks, if you're still dabbling in anything that you shouldn't be, I mean, yoga, any form of new age, you cannot get free when you are still dabbling in these occultic connections. That is really important. I mean, I know so many Christians today, Pastor Kyle, that are, you know, they're reading horoscopes or going to yoga. I mean, it is a sci-fi what Christians are involved in today. Oh my dear sister, that is so true. And by the way, you you're a deliverance minister too, Sister Sheila. We work together there some, and you go after those demons too. So <laughs> I tell you, you're a blessing too, sister. And, and God uses you in this area. And so we need to learn to uncloak these uh, demon strategies. They they like they like to operate cloaked in secret. And we need to walk in discernment today. We need to understand what's really going on around us. That this is very thin veneer that what we see, feel, touch, taste, and smell, just below that little thin veneer, there are swirling swills of demon spirits operating in people's lives that people are not aware of, and they need to become aware. They need to get free. And you need to recognize that Jesus finished the work on the cross. He bought back what Adam sold out, right? So now we have authority in Christ. So you need to know your authority in Christ. You need to know who you are not be afraid of sin. Sin needs to fear you. God says sin shall not have dominion over you any longer. That's what it says in Romans. So if it doesn't have dominion over us, then why are you giving place to fear? The Bible says in Romans also to reckon yourself dead to sin, right, and alive to Jesus. So you've got to fall out of agreement with the demon and repent for that demon. You turn from it. You hate it. And then you you have to cast it out. And and then if you can, find a church that teaches victory and deliverance. And otherwise, listen to Sister Sheila or my program or, or Brother Steve's or someone's program that can teach you these things. And you need to mean business and hate these demons. Be against them and tell them they have to go. I don't want you. You have to go. I'm not in agreement with you. I don't want you anymore. 
Okay, and generally they come out your mouth coughing, sighing, burping, yawning, spitting, uh, sometimes screaming, sometimes uh, sometimes you, you feel like you're going to throw up and it'll just be dry. Or a lot of phlegm will come out as the demon leaves. You need to renounce the spirit and uh, bind the spirit yourself. You need to rid yourself of all the doorways. You know, if you have any occult uh, books or garbage music in your house, uh, that's a point of contact for demon to continue to stay there. If you have any porno in your house, you need to get that out. I mean, that should be black and white. You should know that you don't keep porno and expect to, to keep the demons out if you're going to hold on to porno, right? You've got to get it out of your house. Sometimes it's a relationship that you'll have to cut off. Don't put yourself in a demon's den and, and expect not to fall into their trap. So you need to rid yourself of possible doorways to attack your life, and you need to be honest. I mean, don't walk around in pride saying, I don't have any demons, I don't need anything. Well, you're deceiving yourself, right? Because we know that everybody has a need for deliverance because everybody has sinned. Is there anybody on the earth that hasn't sinned? You know, Jesus was the only one, okay? And so uh, he's not here. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. He's here in our spirit through the Holy Spirit, but he's not walking the earth in the flesh today, right? So everybody else, they've sinned. So uh, wherever sin is, there are demons. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, right? And he will exalt you in, in due time. And if you think you're super spiritual and nothing wrong with you, then you've got pride. You need deliverance from pride. Pride is a big one. Folks, if you have bitterness or resentment, it is so integral that you get rid of that today. Just forgive freely and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you anyone that you need to forgive. That is so huge, and that can be a real blockage and a, a real hindrance to you getting your deliverance. Also, repentance is huge. Break all connection with things you shouldn't be doing, as Pastor Kyle mentioned. Objects in your home that are problematic, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal that. And, and learn to be obedient. Discipleship is key. The full armor, living by God's word, getting in God's word, being in that word daily, putting on the garment of praise and worship, that is so important. And obviously, right fellowship. First John 1 John 1.7 talks about that, as Pastor John Kyle said. That association spoils useful habits. It's very, this is not a game folks. Our Christianity is not one foot in the world and one foot in the things of God. Elijah at the showdown of the prophets of Baal warned us of that. It is time to get off the fence, get right, and get freedom today. And Pastor Kyle, if you wouldn't mind leading us in a prayer of deliverance, folks, this is going to be very powerful. Okay, you can get your deliverance now if you've been listening and, and you like what you've heard and realize there may be something attached to you, maybe for the first time in your life. You, you're hearing this and you're thinking, wow, that's why I have this problem. That's why I'm tormented like this. Well, let's just pray a prayer. Pray this prayer with me. And then we're going to start commanding some spirits to come out of you. And you just relax there and, and be out of agreement. Like I said, be out of agreement with them and let them start coming out. Okay? And so just pray this prayer with me. Just say, in the name of Jesus, I command every wicked spirit in me to come out of me now. I break every curse over myself, both inherited and otherwise. And I command the demons that have enforced this curse on me to leave me now in Jesus' name. And I now choose to forgive everyone who has hurt me. You, you might want to name their name. Somebody's coming to your mind. Just name the name. I choose to forgive so-and-so right now in Jesus' name. And, and I thank you, Lord, for forgiving me for, for holding out against anybody. All right, now we're going to start just commanding these out. And again, it's the children's bread, the Bible says, so it's best that if you're not born again, that you would ask Jesus into your heart right now, repent for your sins, and say, Jesus, come into my heart, forgive me for my sins, wash me in your blood. I believe that you're God. From this day forward, my life belongs to you, Lord. If you haven't done that, do that right now. Okay, now let's go ahead and start commanding some of these spirits to come out of you right now. In the name of Jesus, we just come against these spirits of anger, rage. You come out in the name of Jesus, anger, rage, insanity, mental illness, guilt, bitterness, unforgiveness, anger at God, blaming God. You come out, 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 out right now. Come out. I bind you. I break your grip on people's lives right now. Depression, you come out. All depression spirits, uh, being 
being depressed, being discouraged, discouraged spirits by the blood of Jesus come out of people right now in Jesus' name. Go, go, go. These uh, these nicotine habits, smoking habits, alcohol drinking, you come out of there right now. Marijuana spirit, drug spirit, you come out, 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 out right now in Jesus' name. Go, 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 go. All those sexual spirits, you start coming out too in the name of Jesus. Everybody take a few coughs. That helps to get them moving <laughs> like that. Just a couple of coughs. That helps get these spirits moving up and out of you. All those lust spirits, you come out of the eyes, come out of the mind. All those lust spirits, fantasy lust, come out. Pornography, come out, 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 out. In the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, be weakened by the blood and come out right now. Come out. Jesus said in my name, you shall cast out devils. We cast you out right now in the name of Jesus. Sexual perversion, come out. Adultery, fornication, come out, 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 out. Masturbation, come out. You've been involved in an orgy or swapping, wife swapping, husband swapping. You come out, swinger group, come out, 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 out. Homosexual spirits, out, 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 out of there. All the way out, go, go, go. By the blood of Jesus right now, loose people. By the blood of Jesus right now, come out, come out, come out, come out, come out, come out. Those short-tempered spirits, you come out. The mean spirits that make you mean to your children or mean to other people, you come out, out, out. We break the generational curse over you of meanness in Jesus' name. Up and out by the blood of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, you come out, out, out. Come out, suicidal spirits, you come out. Suicide, self-destruction, death wish, come out, come out, come out, come out. Come out of there, all the way out. Come on, all that suicidal spirit tells you that you ought to just die. There's just no hope for you. You're so messed up. You come out of there. That's just a demon talking to you. Come out of there, all the way out, up and out. Suicidal spirits, self-destructive spirits, go, 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 go. Self-pity that comes in and tells you, poor baby, nobody understands, all the way out of there, come on, all that self-pity, come out, in Jesus' name, take a few more coughs, <coughs> let them go, all the way out, self-pity, attention getting, show off, come out of there, in Jesus' name, pride, come out, pride, all the way out, up and out. All that pride that says, I don't need any help, come out in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. You are defeated by the blood. Overeating, you come out. Uncontrollable urges to eat and overeat. You come out right now. Go, go, go. That sugar addiction, come out. All the way out. Come out, come out. Come on, sweet tooth. Got to have those sugars. Come out in Jesus' name. Go, go, by the blood of Jesus. Those overweight spirits, you come out right now. Come on, gluttony, come out, come out, come out, come out, come out, come out, come out. All the way out, Jesus' name, Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Fear, come out, fear, come out of there. All that fear, fear of the dark, fear at nighttime, night fears. All the different fears, you have to come out. I rebuke the spirit of fear. God didn't give you a spirit of fear, the Bible says, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Come out right now. Go, 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 go by the blood of Jesus. Tormenting fear, afraid of people, fear of man, bringeth a snare. You come out of there, that fear. Come out, come out, come out, come out, come out. In Jesus' name, go. Guilt, bitterness, all the way out. Go, go, come on, all the way out. Jesus' name, mental spirits, mind-binding spirit, dark clouds over people's minds, come out right now. Go, 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 all the way out. All those mind spirits come out of people's minds. Come out, Jesus' name. We break those mental curses over people's minds. Mind control spirits, come out, come out, come out, come out. Mental illness, generational mental illness, passed down through the family lines because of some curse. You come out of there. We break the curse of mental illness. You come out right now go by the blood of jesus be weakened by the blood and go in jesus name in jesus name go all those mind binding spirits those sabotaging your mind spirits that block you hinder you torment your mind you come out of there right now religious spirits come out right now cult spirits come out too in jesus name go christian scientists come out and mormonism jehovah witness the, the cults you come out right now go 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 
being involved in different cults, come out in Jesus' name. Go, 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 go. Spirits of unbelief, you come out. Doubt and unbelief, come out by the blood of Jesus right now. Loose people, let them go. The infirmity and sickness spirits, you come out. Come out of there right now. All those infirmity, poor circulation, stomach problems, anxiety problems, come out right now. Come on, all those infirmity curses. We break those generational curses that keep you sick, just like your mother or your father was sick. Come out of there. We break those generational infirmity curses over you. Come out of there right now in the name of Jesus, by the blood. Right now, demons, you have to bow your knee and obey to the Word of God. Now, come out right now. All those infirmity spirits, go, sickness disease come out come out come out come out come out heart trouble come out cancer come out come out come out arthritis come out come out come out come out of there go 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 i don't like to hear sheila talking about demons you come out of there right now you go you spirit of offense you being offended you come out 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 by the blood of jesus father we ask you to seal this deliverance to your saints and, and to the people that have received today in jesus name we thank you lord for you freeing people up you are the deliverer, and we give you all the glory. And we ask you to bless these dear people because you love them so very much. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Pastor Carl, that was so powerful. Folks, get this book. All the information is linked there at weekendvagina.com. And send us an email and let us know what you got set free from today. Folks, thank you so much for listening today. Tune in every day at 6 p.m. Eastern right here on Worldwide Christian Radio. Good night and God bless. The Sheila Zielinski Show is sponsored by SteveQuayle.com, offering a wide variety of products, links, headlines, and information for the end times. Order Steve's new book, Little Creatures, by visiting SteveQuayle.com. Dare to discover, learn, prepare, and be amazed.